Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping families plan their trip to Walt Disney World. And now your hosts, Elizabeth, Randy, Rusty, and Todd. All right, welcome to WDW for Families. Welcome to tonight's uh, podcast. Re- regretful <laughs> broadcast. Come on. Randy, Regretful. Rusty. Why would you well, call it that? Because I don't know. Because we're so talking. I know it is, but we're talking about <laughs> some things that we maybe hindsight is twenty twenty, and we wish we'd done different. Our first trips. What you wish you would have known. So our show, which is primarily for Disney newbies, people that have never gone before, for families. Uh, although I have a feeling that. Many of our listeners are kind of just like us, that are just kind of Disney fans and like hearing people talk about Disney. But what what do you wish you knew that was going to happen your first trip at Disney, what you were going to find out, the unexpected things that happened on your first trip that you wish you had known, that you wish you'd been prepared for? We're going to start in our usual place. But Elizabeth, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I've got some... Some sinus stuff, but other than that, I'm <laughs> fine. What? Randy, are you feeling better? Last week you were totally under the weather. Yeah, I'm feeling better. You are. You sound like you're. It lingers. About that. <laughs> it does linger. This is the worst sore throat I've had in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Rusty, how about you? I was wondering if you're going to even ask. Well, <laughs> I, I do. I care. I'm glad you care. I'm doing great. I'm an exhorter. So what are you, you're doing great? Yes. I, what I are love you, it. Tony the Tiger now? <laughs> yes, I am. Well, he's the only one that's positive among us all. Well, uh, right. Elizabeth was positive. I didn't though. say my sinus issues were all that negative. Okay. So you had a very positive sinus Let's move experience. on with the show. I had a pro-positive. <laughs> and now on with the show. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, what is so, uh, what is the thing you wish you'd known? Well, I have lots. Okay, give me, give me one. Okay, how about... It's not always easy to travel with extended family when you go on a trip. Oh, yeah. We've hit that one before. We have, but I like to reiterate that one. <laughs> yeah, because it is good. Uh, Did you do that on you, your first trip? Um, with my daughter's first trip, yes. Mm-hmm. And we took grandparents with us, and they were great, but they stuck right by our side the whole time. And it w- they, I feel like they didn't enjoy the trip as much because they were too busy doing what a three-year-old would do on the trip. And I feel like when they came home, they probably regretted some of it that they should have done a little bit more. Here's what we need to do, people. People. And when I say people, I mean you three. You people. We need to do a show on taking family members to Disney. Because there is so much we could talk about. (laughs) Is that like one on how not to take family members to Disney? Well, I mean, I think that would be the conclusion of said show. But but we need to do that. I mean, we really do. I'm for it. And I want to do the show on how to get mom and dad to pay for you to go to Disney. How does that? How do people pull that off? I want. I want to be in that family. That's yeah, what I want to know. That would be a okay. Here's great my deal. here's my number one one. Let's just popcorn this. Let's go around okay. one at a time. Uh, I number one for me. I had no idea how much it was going to cost. And when I say I didn't know how much it was going to cost, I mean I didn't know how much the laterals were going to cost. I was totally prepared for food. Totally prepared for hotel, obviously, because it had been paid. The hotel and and my my travel down there had been paid. But I had no clue that my kids were going to become enamored with all these things. And that my wife was going to go, oh, let's collect pens. And, you know, it was going to turn into this cottage industry that we've got on the side. 
I, you know, I had no idea that, and one, we're going to have a show on all that kind of stuff eventually. I think even maybe next week, but we just all this stuff that Disney has that kind of wraps you in like, okay, now we have to buy a set of Mickey ears every trip and we have to buy this every trip. And we have to have our big collectible every trip. Tradition. Yes, mm-hmm. the traditions that you start. If you, and it's just all those little things that I wish I'd known were going to cost me. That it's hot. So here's the fourth water we bought today for two fifty a pop. I think you know when you see the price tag on a Disney vacation, you go, oh well, this is a lot more affordable than I thought it would be. Beware. Just beware. Now you can you can manage it. Doctor Finance over there is going to tell me. Well, I'm just going to say I'm glad my kids don't listen to this podcast because they think the parents don't buy their kids that stuff because that's what we tell them. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> you need to save your own money, kid. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I know I you love your kids more than we do. No, are you kidding me? You're the one who comes on here every week and like the perfect parent. It's no, like, no, no. You need to write a book. That's why you just get your parent, your kids, something from Walmart with Disney on it. And just and give it to me while they're at the park. So I think you bought it at the gift shop. Raising a child with Dr. Oz and Randy Whitman. <laughs> Best look, seller. kids, look what I bought you. Oh, great. I give it to you in the park. You think it's from the park. I'll never yeah. know the difference. Well, well, problem is my kids see the things. And it's not just the kids. But when they get older, they're going to figure it out. It's but. not just the kids. It's us. Yeah. I mean, I see stuff, and I go, well, that, look, boy, I'd really like that. Oh, yeah, I'm a total sucker for yeah. anything like that. Okay, yeah. what, what else? Well, Randy. I'll say that when I heard this question, which was something to the effect of, what do you wish you'd known on your first trip? Mm-hmm. I didn't know which first trip you meant. So I can't remember what it was like when I was three, so oh I will go goodness. to the trip when I was 13, which is my second trip. Now, I meant and, when you're the major payer. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that for my next one. Okay. But, but for this one, what I wish I had known at 13 was that it's not going to be all roller coasters all day long. Because I was told by my parents that it was a fantastic place, and they have these roller coasters that are just amazing. And they were right, and that was truthful. But I had in my head that we were going to go all day from roller coaster to roller coaster to roller coaster through four different theme parks. You thought Cedar Point. I did. And I was wrong, and it was a great place, and I like Disney, but it's not that. And and I just had a misconception. And so I think that's something that is not something I have to fix with our kids now because they've already been there. But, but I think I would encourage folks, as you're bringing a teenager, you know, a 15-year-old boy. Well, I think a tween. I think anything above 11. That, you know, as some of them are going to be scared by the roller coasters, but some are going to look forward to the thrill to just let them know, look, you also have a eight-year-old sibling and a five-year-old sibling, and we're not going to go on every roller coaster there is, and we're not going to do an all-day roller coasters. We're going to do things as a family, but you'll get a time. Well, I think you need and to also And this is part of what we'll do. You say there's only so many right, rides right, in right. these parks. There's not... You right. can actually ride every one of them right. and still not be satisfied. And they are amazing, but don't but don't think that's all we're going to do. I would say when I went, I think the first time I went, where I was twelve, somewhere in that area, and I was disgusted with Disney because now we got to remember this was Animal Planet and uh, Hollywood Studios did not exist. But I was Animal used Planet. to Animal Planet. Animal Planet. Planet. The television station <laughs> did yes. not exist. It did not then either. So okay. None of those did. 
But no, Animal Kingdom did not. But I had, was used to going to Six Spikes and the Cedar Points and your Kings Islands, and then you go to Disney, and and I was like, well, where are the rides at? <laughs> and it was because I had the, I just thought it was something that it wasn't. And if I had really realized, hey, this is what this park, this is what's there. Now, right. my parents didn't know. We none of us knew. We'd never been right. to Disney, and so it's, sometimes it's just knowing what's there. Right. Especially if you're taking a teenager for the first time, um, there are some really great things about it. But you may want to know what's there. Okay. What else, Rusty? You want to go one? Yeah, mine would be. Uh, I didn't realize that. Depending on where you want to stay at, anyway, it's just as cheap to stay in the park. On our first trip, as when I was paying for things, I went with Dana. And we were just there for an overnight trip, and we were looking for somewhere to stay. And uh, we usually stay in Hampton Inns or Holiday Inns, and so they're normally about one eighteen a night. And you can stay inside Disney for, at that time of year, it was a hundred dollars a night. Uh, if you stay at the Custer RV Park, well, I yes. think it's going to be cheap. I'm just well, kidding. there's <laughs> always going to be somewhere that's cheaper. Sure, but you can find cheap. Depend. Sure, there are going to be cheaper, but a lot of times it's it's not that much. Mm-hmm. Now during peak times, yes, you can. And I'm an offsite guy usually, but I found that you know, especially certain times of the year, you'll be shocked at how cheap. Some of the hotels are the values, not not the Polynesian, but the values. Oh, nice! I hope we didn't pick that up. It's, well, if not, Randy's okay. coughing over here. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. He didn't cough right into the microphone. I thought That's you right. were better. I, you know, worst sore throat ever. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Uh, here's another thing that I wish I'd known. Speaking of hotels, I wish I'd have known that I'm. The Pop Century is nicer than the All-Stars. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I just thought all Disney values were created equal. And now I know, after staying at both multiple times, that the Pop is is where where I rock and or roll if I stay at a value. I wish I'd have known that the Moderate was such a was was so much nicer. I, I don't know. Anyways, that, the, to me, that's something that first timers need to know. Mm-hmm. Is that there is a, and a lot of people argue with me. That's fine. I think the pop is is superior in just about every way to the to the yeah. all stars. We have friends that Randy and I have friends that are set on all stars, and How? you could not convince them. Of, I don't know, and I'm just like pop. It's it's so much better. But they are so hooked on all stars. They stayed at pop once and did not enjoy it. That's Kim. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Well, let's not be dropping names. We're on not here. name dropping. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, but it, it disappoints me that they don't like it. Like it's almost like a personal thing because I love. <laughs> yeah, Pops I know. So I'm much. like that's a little bit. I don't know sure it, I trust this person. Yeah, it, I hope they don't watch my children. Not often. Because I couldn't. Oh no. <laughs> because I couldn't. Uh, I just couldn't have that. No. Well, I. There is no doubt to me that if you're just looking to save ten dollars a night. I mean, if you're if you're a, if your stay is two weeks and you're saving one hundred forty dollars a night, one hundred forty dollars total, okay, maybe. But if you're staying there for five nights and you're saving fifty bucks, I'm staying at Pop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Elizabeth. Um, another one I thought of was just to ask if you need something, ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, don't be afraid of it. Disney, they're very accommodating within reason, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have something wrong with your room or something with your dining reservations or whatever, I mean, they're there to help you. And I think sometimes, I I know sometimes I just would not ask, but now that I've been on so many trips, I know to ask and that they're going to do what they can to help me. 
and help my children or, you know, whatever we need. So I'm a bit of a snob when it comes <clears throat> to rooms. I like having room in my room mm-hmm. because Amanda and I tend to stay at the at the hotel a little more than maybe some other families do when we're on vacation. And I like that extra 10 feet of room. I, it's just me. I've yeah. stayed at the Poly, you know, multiple times. And one time we go there and we got one of the smaller rooms. And I said, hey, can we, is it possible if we switch rooms? I mean, I, and they were like, sure. And they gave us like three options. Yeah. And the guy took us personally <clears throat> to each room and said, oh, wow. which one do you want? <laughs> and was very gracious about it. And I was like, I, I'm trying not, I don't want to cause a scene here. I'm, dry, I'm just trying. Yeah, it's just and, but, want what you're paying for and yeah. you want a good time. Yep. And so they gave us a, a room. And there is a difference. They will tell you there's not a difference. They'll say, there's really not much of a difference. But that 10 feet is a major difference, and it's in the poly. Depending on the longhouse you're in, there is a difference. There you go. Definitely. You're up, Rust, Randy, Rusty Randy. <coughs> Rusty Randy. I, I, I'll say that uh, fast-forwarding to my first honeymoon trip, you know, the trip that the uh, uh, first one for me to pay for, mm-hmm. um, I would say that I wish that we had known that we didn't have to go to a park every day now we we, we we had a really short honeymoon trip anyway i mean we were only there three nights so it's only two days in the middle to go to parks and and uh and we had a great time and and i, I don't regret it but um i think i'm that, glad you got that on record <laughs> but, your wife would be hacked no but but i, I would have been just fine Looking back at the trip, I remember how exhausted we were. I saw a picture the other day of us you know, on the last day of that trip, and we were just exhausted. And I, I, I wish I'd known that we didn't have to run ragged all day. In fact, that's the trip we decided that we wouldn't in the future. Yeah, that, and that's really good advice, Randy. That's, I, Thank I, you, Todd. I, I appreciate that. Well, I, we still fall victim to that. I mean, yeah, we've do. been going for years and years and going a lot. And, well, it's just, I, every trip, even this last trip, we we sat there and we're like, well, we got to go to the park today. And, and, and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, why don't we just stay here? And I just don't, we, we're so programmed to do that. It's, so, it's just hard. Rusty? Well, I was say, on our last trip, we uh, didn't go till 4 o'clock each day. You didn't what? Get out of bed till four. O'clock? We didn't go to the parks until after four. Well, that's because we were just like, yeah, you did you have an after crowded. four ticket? No, no. But well, we have uh, we have season you guys tickets. Are loaded. We have season tickets, so we have season passes, so oh, okay. it wasn't that big a deal. That would be but wild. the reason was we thought, you know, what we can stay and enjoy the resort during the day, and we can sit around and just actually re- relax and rest and read books and just kind of hang out and do things, and then read at, books. Yeah. I always take my library to Disney. <laughs> I to took read four. Books. I, I took four books with me. So. I finished Red Badge of Courage. Hey, if that's, if that's what you pool. enjoy, if that's, if that's your kind of vacation, yeah, more power to you. And a lot was just we're going to just hang out and, and relax, and then after four o'clock, we're going to go into the parks and enjoy it. Great. Animal Farm was awesome. <laughs> Those are little books you're picking. He needs to read like War and Peace. He probably like was big, reading the Bible. Books. That was his book, and you just there you insulted. go. His book. That's all right. The good book. All right. Rusty, is it your turn? No, no I just it's Elizabeth's turn. I'll go. Sorry. Okay. How about just soak it all in and enjoy the moment you're in right now with your family? 
Yep. You know, um, enjoy the moment. <laughs> Thank oh, you. There I did it. There Thank it you. There it was, everybody singing. Um, you know, I think things change so quick, and your kids' tastes change with characters and interests and stuff. And just, you know, your your three year old is not always going to love Doc McStuffins or whatever, but, you know, at, at this moment, enjoy it and soak mm-hmm. it in and, and be present in that moment with them and, you know, do all the fun stuff that go along with whatever character so that they'll always remember that. Let me just tell you this. Our first few trips, I was so concerned with creating those moments for my kids that I missed a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Because by the time that they were, like, if they were in line for said character, I was already trying to figure out how to get them the next one. Or I was running and getting a fast pass or something else. Oh. I was trying to be the concierge for the rest of my family. And I was doing a darn good job of it. <laughs> but I was, but I didn't necessarily get to experience the fruit of that, mm-hmm. of that, div, of that choice. <clears throat> or I, that analogy was terrible. I didn't get to experience the moment. I was too busy creating. You missed it. I was yeah. creating moments and not experiencing them. Yeah. Dad, don't be that dad. Just, I mean, ex- create a couple, whatever, but I think it means more to your kids just to be there for them and, and in that moment and be in the picture. and Watch their faces light up. Yeah, be in the know. stupid picture with Donald Duck. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a memory. Yeah. Randy, that's a memory. It is a memory. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tear up here thinking about it. Okay, well, what are you going to tell us that would you wish you'd known? I don't know. Go to Rusty. Come back to me. Uh, one of mine would just be that... Um, I know it does cost more money, but your what used to be fast pa- or not fast pass, but photo pass, or now it's called my memories. Uh, where basically with everywhere in the park there are hundreds of people standing around. It seems like taking pictures. When we first went, we, we didn't really sit around and think about the fact that they would take a picture with our camera, and we kind of thought. You're talking was, about Disney professionals, not just Disney kids. professionals, yeah. not just individuals. Just various right. people. Yes, well, individual I, people. No. I always look for people with trench coats. No, that's right. <laughs> Disney, the Disney professionals, the guys there with their cameras. We thought, you know, like a lot of parks you'll go to. If you, we grew up going to Six Flags, so my experience was they take a picture of you for, when you first walk in, give you a ticket, and they try to sell you that picture. And and so that was really our first thought. We didn't realize, hey, they will take a picture with their camera, and we can go all the way around. And even at the end of the trip, we can go back and look at all the pictures, even if we don't buy them. We can look at all theirs. But if you're going, and this is one of your, um, you're going on one of those. The average person goes to Disney once or twice. That, that's the average person. And if you're doing that trip, maybe you're the family that doesn't take a lot of pictures. And that's why I would recommend you getting it. It's $169, and you get all the pictures that they take. On the one of the last trips Dan and I went on, uh, we had over 400 pictures taken because we did so many character spots. And we would just stop throughout you the time. You could make a everyday calendar yes. of you and Dana at right. Disney. And if you're a family, sell those on the oh, yeah, website. They sell them on the website. But you can download the pictures when you buy the the package. You can, if, I think it's 169 if you do it before you go, 199 if it's afterwards. But you can do that. And what happens though, if you're not a picture family, this may be the trip that you want to get your pictures actually taken. If you are a picture family, you know how much you enjoy those moments, and you don't have to carry your camera all over the park. Mm-hmm. But I know, uh, I wish we had known it at first. They will take one with your camera. But what we realized is afterwards, when we go and meet a character, they take one picture. Well, that's that's great. But the guys with their cameras, they're already taking maybe six, seven pictures. So while you're talking to characters, when you're interacting, we had a time when we went and uh, me and uh, Woody 
Toy Story Woody. Oh, uh, not a yes. buddy of yours named <laughs> no, no, Woody. No, not my buddy Woody. Thanks so, for clearing yes. that up for me. Well, just in case so I didn't know. <laughs> uh, we went and met Buzz and, and Woody. Buzz grabs my wife and does a little twirl with her. And, I, and so not like dancing type thing. And I thought, well, not to be outdone, I'm going to start dancing with Woody. Well, <laughs> I start doing a little twirl and things. Well, Woody cracks up and they all kind of... What we didn't realize, they're taking pictures of this all throughout. I actually end up falling into Woody and almost knocking him down, <laughs> to which they had a picture of as well. And so moments like that, they wouldn't get with our camera, but they did catch with them. They have about 10 pictures with those times. And so that you can get some really cool, unspot, you know, the pictures of like, hey, here we are just posing. Those aren't great, but the ones of me almost knocking Woody down the floor, when you see me falling into Woody, they got snap by snap of that. And those are great little pictures to have. Does any of you, do any of y'all have, did y'all get the far side 365 day calendar? Did you ever get one of those? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. every year I got one of those from somebody at the office. Oh, yeah. That's like the office gift. <laughs> it is. Here's your far side calendar. Is there more to the story or is that? No. Okay. It just okay. reminded me of the far side <laughs> calendar. <laughs> do you have another special event? Another Special event? Not a special event, but, but a, 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 a regret or something you do differently? Um, you know, one of the things that I thought of eventually, immediately when I thought, well, I wish I'd have known the first time, was that I could, and I think most people know this, but some, some don't, I don't know. The, the the bus system, I wish I'd have known that I didn't have to take it and that I got free parking at the parks and that with an infant, that if I didn't want to deal with a stroller and having three boys all at a really young age at the same time like we did at that time, having three boys at that age, three strollers, or two strollers because we had the double stroller, which it, double strollers, Way the equivalent of a small country. I mean, it's like it's like a it's like you're carrying around a Yugo when you when you have a double stroller, and it just the awkwardness of getting on and off the buses and then diaper bags and all that stuff that you've got you could, that you could have in the. Anyways, parking is free if you stay at one of the Disney hotels. Take your car. Use your car as a locker room. I've got a, you know, the only exception to that's Magic Kingdom because you have to take the stinking monorail over to the. I wish they didn't do that. I wish they just used the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Um, but when our when our child was little, Brewer especially, well, I mean we had we had to take a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to carry it around the park. We couldn't go willy nilly free like Randy does with just his <laughs> shorts and shirt on and shoes. <laughs> In the park, we had to have all these accoutrements that went along with having kids. And so I wish I'd have known that we could have driven for, and parked for free. Yep. That was easy. Well, I don't know if I'm the last or not, but this may be a good one to end on. I, I think one of the things I wish I had known when we went for our honeymoon was that uh, we could come back. I think we just kind of assumed this was the big trip and... And we wouldn't be able to come back for, you know, a, a decade or until we had kids or so we needed to soak up every moment because we're, you know, this is a once, maybe not in a lifetime, but in a long time um, kind of a trip. And I think we would have stopped and smelled the roses a little bit more and not tried to achieve everything if we knew we were coming back. What and if so, you know you're not coming back? I'm sorry? What if you know you're not coming back? Then I, then I would go write everything you could <laughs> and do every, get everything achieved. Probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> right, maybe not. That's right. I, I, let me just, speaking of that, um, I was, people are becoming more and more Disney people every day. Have you noticed that? I don't know what you're saying. Uh, what I'm saying <laughs> is that the people that I know in my life, 
I meet more and more people who are Disney converts all the mm-hmm. time. Like, and it may be because I'm a Disney person in their life, but I think Disney's renaissance is happening right now. And I I, I think the, maybe the economy's coming back a little bit. Everything's, everything's sunny. I also think that you and your kids are in a stage in life. That mm-hmm. other people, yeah, that's a good point. You know, your friends have are about your age, and well, no, I talked to a guy today here because we're here. There's uh, exceptions. We're here, and I saw somebody from my past, and they were, you know, it's a younger guy, and he's like, yeah, we're we're into Disney now, and it was it's interesting just the people that are into Disney, and maybe maybe just maybe this is for our podcast, mm-hmm. maybe we should more often do shows for the more advanced Disney people. Well, I think you know, we have a lot of listeners who right. have been before. I think one of the things you need to know when you go is that there's a good chance you're going to get addicted. And you're yeah. going gonna to want to go Disney back. Disney is the crack cocaine of amusement parks. <laughs> yes, it is. Maybe that's a weird comparison. Yeah, I don't know that I <laughs> they would They may not that. like us saying that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah let's, let's make it more friendly to Disney. Let's say Disney is the heroine. No, come on. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, Krispy Kreme? Krispy Kreme, there you go. <laughs> Okay, I don't need Christmas cream. Uh, Disney is the aspartame of... (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we need to wrap this podcast up. We gave all the information last week, didn't we? Let's give it again. Let's do this, people. Give it. it. Give that information. Well, sure. Why don't you email us at podcast at wdwforfamilies.com. Do it. (laughs) 1-877-WDW-FOR-FAM. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Go to the website. Give us feedback. And remember, you're never too old to wish upon a star. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.families.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW-4FAM or email us at podcast at wdw